0: Because it's, it's an old saying. I know I've said this so many times and I think there's only one person I've ever said it to and they went, yeah. And it was Vadim understood me. Everybody else has just went, what well, you can't fire a cannonball from a canoe. I know, it makes sense, yeah. Yeah, so you need that stable surface to drive from. Mm-hmm. And if, even with a back spot, if you're trying to lower down and maintain stability, but if you before you even bend your knees and hinge at the hips, if you start, if you're already... In an unstable position start from your feet. It leaves to your ankles, yeah. leads out to your knees.
1: Welcome to Gains and Pains with Scott McLaughlin and Colin McGibbon in association with Just Train and a Ton of Coffee. Where we get together each week to talk health, and fitness, and some absolute nonsense. We'll call this
0: the SNP. SNP? 45?
1: What? The vote for Independence? All right, okay. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. I mean, that was like 20 years ago, man.
0: <laughs> get rid of the program. <laughs>
1: Bigger fifty five these days mate Bigger fifty five. <laughs> Although I suspect there may be a change in that Percentage by the time know, it comes back round again
0: ah, There's been loads of folk that Were totally against independence right mm-hmm. And they're all saying look you know, If they if we get asked now for we independence well, We'd be straight on that Like, I can't.
1: think there'd be a massive sea change there Check us getting all political as soon as we start
0: No, Boris Johnson The greatest advocate for independence
1: Scotland has ever had oh, Wow It's amazing <laughs> isn't it Big Stevie Turnbull uh-huh. sent a, a message to myself and Gary. It's basically just a big list on WhatsApp of uh, everything. That's a timeline of every. Fr- you see it. Cock up.
0: Boris Johnson did not go to this meeting. Yeah, missed avoided like this Five meeting.
1: Cobra meetings and all the rest of it, and then made uh-huh. like jokes about stuff and all. It's incredible when you see it written it's fr- down. The bit
0: he's on when he's on a working holiday. Yeah, and his age worked, uh, Was it Dominic Cummings told him. Uh, told the aides don't make the keep, briefings keep too the long keep the briefing because notes they short or he them. won't
1: read them incredible <laughs> like incredible <laughs> stuff
0: could you imagine that I, seen, I was telling Kirsty about it last night and she's like no that can't be right and I showed her and she's like wow yeah, just wow it's, and I went imagine that was a doctor and you've got a patient's brief about their medical history don't give me the full history just give me some <laughs> brief notes I can't be bothered reading it all <laughs> it's
1: just a staggering level of incompetence
0: Aye, but yet there's people posting all over Facebook saying he's
1: doing the best he can. Hey, he's no, he's not. I mean, maybe he's doing the best he can because he's a bumbling uh, asshole. But, I, I mean, words fail me. <laughs> I, just, I don't he understand he had, do what's you know what? happened to society. I would, I,
0: would, I would be inclined to actually defend him if he had attended every meeting and yeah. hadn't been a bumbling fool saying... Uh, oh yeah, like I, I'm shaking everybody's hand with coronavirus patients, and you're like, look, no, mate, if you had actually attended the meetings, lockdown when you should have locked down, put in the quarantine when it should have been done, and done all these things, do you know what, if Steve things are still going wrong, you've got that, oh, Would well, you know what, you made the effort, but, but he's just, it's like, oh, oh, there's trouble coming,
1: yeah, I'm seems- just going to hide I mean, hope that when I put my head back out, it's better. Aye, I, I mean, I, I don't even credit him with that much intelligence of it being a deliberate ploy. Do you know what I mean? It's just I aye. It's just wildly out of his depth. It's it's amazing. <laughs> it's
0: just, it was. I don't know if you've seen an interview with Pierce Morgan and Nicholas Sturgeon. Nah, I can't stand him. And he started, he started having a massive rant at her, and she went. Nicholas Sturgeon held her own, and she went, ah, "Do you know what, Pierce? Stop having a go at me. But, uh, I'm on here." I'm the only one that's coming on to talk to you. Uh, and I'm trying to explain Scotland's tradition. I'm in charge of Scotland and I'm trying to make sure that I look after the health and well-being. And the Susanna Reid that works with Piers Morgan, she's like, I look, look, sorry, he's not, he's not going to go, he's just, he cannot get answers about what the British government is meaning. Yeah. And, that's what, and he turned around and he went, Michael, I'm going to be honest, right? I know I've never been your biggest fan, but I think you're doing a fantastic job. You're doing brilliant and you're clear, concise. I really do put my hand up and say, well done.
1: Is she, though, you've never missed a meeting. Are you're we clam- really that much better well, up here? Well. Just because she's better than Boris Johnson doesn't mean she's great, right? That's like that's Aye, damning with exactly. fake praise, right there.
0: Aye, that's the thing it's you don't com- you can't compare. You can't compare something to a piece of shit. <laughs> of course, <laughs> anything's going to be better. Yeah, it's like oh uh, uh, yeah, but a mouldy food is going to be better than a piece of shit, but you're still not going to eat it. No. I mean, she did get a lot of credit for the way she's handled it and her communication, right? I think she's been good with her communication, like how she's briefed every single day. She's never missed a meeting. Yeah. And her clear and concise what she means has got to handle it. And I think the fact that the UK government controls like the airports.
1: Aye, that was a shit show, certainly. So,
0: aye, so she's got no control over, she kind of stopped the aeroplanes coming in, um, which is a bit of a bummer and it's, I just don't. I, there's there's too many things, too many great areas to the
1: whole thing. I mean, I'm not suggesting it's easy for anyone. Do you know what I mean? And uh, nah. I, I wouldn't want to be in any of these people's positions myself. But at the same time, I'm not getting paid to do their job.
0: I would like <laughs> exactly. to think if
1: I was getting paid the amount of money they're getting paid to do a job, I would do it with the to the best of my ability. And fair enough. Right. Like I mean, Sturgeon may well be. I watched it on Sunday night. And she came across very well and all the rest of it. I don't like the woman at all, like, but she came across well. But it's just I don't think like all these Tory arseholes care one way or the other. They're just no. like, oh, there's gonna be a lot of like relatively aye. poor old people dead. Ah, cool. Aye. <laughs>
0: less like of a burden in certain, the state
1: then, isn't it? Aye, there's
0: certain policies that Nicholas came out with. I'm kinda of like, mm, I mean, aye, you get the right idea, but you've not got the you've not got the factual infrastructure in place to make it happen. There's the
1: problem, right? It's all very well having ideas, right? But you need to follow through properly. Yeah. And uh, Mm -hmm. in a lot of cases, she hasn't, well, not her specifically, but they haven't as a government. It's a great idea. Uh It's good. I've got this brilliant idea, but I've got no idea how to implement it. Let's just go with it anyway. It's like, well, no, that doesn't work. I mean,
0: the biggest issue that Kirsty had with her was that she was looking at extending all the hours for early years. Right. But then they came in and they turned around and went, ah, but we're going to cut back the staff and you've got to do this. And, go, and it actually turned around and went, this can't work. It physically can't work because all it needs, with all these kind of like ratios of, te- you know, kinda like care workers to children, mm-hmm. care workers to children with additional support needs, having to do the report, um all the kind of child safety meetings and stuff they need to do and uh, social work and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: All that, you want to put, you're wanting to have the, <clears throat> the ratio at the maximum limit what happens when one person's off sick? What happens when a child hurts themselves yeah. and has to be taken out of the room? What happens when there's an emergency? On holidays,
1: you're on the verge all the time. It only takes one thing for the whole thing to collapse.
0: Aye. and, and Kirsty says, "Look, I did it. idea's fine, but in essence, what we, what you're doing is good, but we need to actually model it and structure it around a system that's going to work." Yeah. We need to put the actual infrastructure in place to, to back up your idea. Aye, which is all fair and well. You want to do this, great, but have the structure that's going to support it. Yeah. And it's that's where that's where I think a lot of people kinda of got their gripe against her. I think she's handled I I think the problem with Nicholas Sturgeon is that she's got she's only got certain control over certain things. Right. So she's trying to manage She's to manage a country with what well, one hand tied behind her back. But, She's trying to kind of limit the damage, but yet she's got no control over the borders, no control over the airlines coming in and airports and stuff. So,
1: aye, in, in this instance, was, yeah, that makes sense. But in terms of like education and healthcare and stuff like that, do you know what I mean? It's it's all devolved. Aye. So, anyway, I feel like we're going off on quite the political rant here.
0: It's <laughs> devolved, but the budget's set by Westminster. Oh, really? Aye, that's something. Because I, that, I, I had that same argument with somebody, and then they right. told me and I went. Really? And they're like, yeah, so although she's got the control of Westminster, go there you go, you've got a fiver.
1: (laughs) 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 Do with it what you will. And we're like,
0: right, okay, so that's again, it's a reinteresting slant on it. And you're like,
1: okay, fair enough. All I know is, as as of tomorrow, I'm driving down to Carlisle to go and play golf. (laughs) (laughs) Are you? All the golf courses are opening in England as of tomorrow, so I'm going. No, I'm not, journey. FYI, I know, I'm not going to. And you can do it as many can times as you journey. like, apparently. Supporting
0: local business, you're walking, you're exercising. <laughs> exactly. Mm. I d-
1: I, yeah, that that was one of the ones initially when the whole like, thing shut down. It was like, well, it's really golf you're socially isolating. You're pretty much on your own the whole way around. Aye. I know I am, because I'm in the woods most of the time. <laughs>
0: yeah, I just don't play golf. I played it once and I smashed the windscreen in my father's car. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I was, mean. I put the ball out the course right into the car park.
1: Brown, I dare say you're not the first or last person to have done that. I'd imagine there's going to be a lot of people playing very bad shots when they go back. I mean, um, I've got the credit I will take from, the kind of the positive I will take from, is that the, the actual instructor that was
0: trying to take me around and teach me that day, said that he couldn't understand the actual physics behind how I managed it. <laughs> and he went, that's quite unique in terms of being able to hit the ball that hard and create that much kind of um, slice on it, that it's went. he <laughs> it went, that, that should, no, it should travel long, and then so it shouldn't just come straight, straight out, and, oh right, oh, it shouldn't just just bugger off to three o'clock
1: almost. <laughs> Fee managed to scud the golf ball off the roof of the driving range once, which was pretty impressive, I thought. <laughs> it's like, straight, straight up and backwards.
0: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> okay. I'll
1: get my trophy and I'll hand it to <laughs> you. <laughs> Mate, honestly, there's some absolute owls at Jive driving Age. I'm pushing. I was about my topo in football. Remember I try to put it through your legs? I I vividly managed to dislocate my jaw. <laughs> still hurts. I swear to God, man, my, my jaw still cracks when I <laughs> yawn. It clicks. Seriously? Aye. Awesome. It's not awesome. It's horrible. At
0: least
1: you'll always remember me. Yeah, 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 for being an arsehole. <laughs> right, so let's get to the point. Hello, everyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> episode 45 but
1: you're episode not interested in right? the first 10 minutes yeah pretty much um we'll put so that disclaimer in i know i political rant we're getting we're getting, getting stir crazy that's all it is. stuck in the house aye. um so a couple of weeks ago we talked about um training in the house if you've got no gear right so lots of body weight exercise and stuff like that right so this week after having a request from the lovely Emma Wilkins, our favourite crossfitter. (laughs) Sorry, Emma Wilkins. Emma Wilkins. Crossfitter. (laughs) Um, Who was asking, what about if you've got like kind of minimal gear, what if you've got like a limited amount of weights up to, what did you say like 60K? Yeah, just as an example,
0: 60K. Yeah, right. So
1: if you've got a barbell and some plates... Up to like uh, up to like sixty k. What can you do to maintain the level you were at before you started? If not, try and improve while in lockdown. Go, go right, well, boys and girls, welcome to
0: today's lesson. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's quite a popular question, um, and it's an interesting one because so many people think, "Oh, I've only got that weight; that's all I can lift." Now, remember the program that you, Brian, and myself done? What oh, one? Going really, really slow, Time Under Tension? Yeah, that
1: was horrible. It, well, was it, got, it got horrible. It started off really nice and then got it really It started bad. off
0: quite fun and then it got really disgusting by yeah. the end. To the point Brian was like, I hate this now. <laughs> now, I was reading an article today and Time Under Tension was getting, un- getting under a wee bit of, bit of heat. Oh, and really? I'll point to that in a second. Right. but. Uh, it was interesting. It was saying it doesn't really work. Yet yeah. I think we were all testament it worked. Aye. Um there was loads of there's been loads of studies done over the years, and although by the time we got to end the study, I actually said, but well, I mean it, it depends on the person and well, yeah, it depends is the person just hanging in the right position or they really put the tension into the muscle.
1: Yeah, that's going to be the case with every sort of training methodology, though, was not It yeah. depends on the person. Because
0: uh, that's why every study, you've got to look at it. With an open mind and go really, how like, take all this, all this, all the programming data in the world is based on Russian data from doped athletes. Aye. that's pretty much how modern day training systems were formulated. So even then, you need to take it with a pinch of salt. Aye. So <clears throat> if you've only got a limited amount of weight, we'll take sixty kilos as an example, and you can lift a lot heavier. How do you challenge yourself? Well, if we take deadlifts, for example. You can get a big book, stand on it, create a deficit deadlift. Mm-hmm. So, just raise your feet up a few inches. And what that does is it strengthens your bottom position for so that. Usually, most people will struggle getting the bar off the ground. Once you get them moving, on, on the most part, they're okay. But that, even just that bottom position, those first couple of inches, yeah, uh, that helps them so if they can if they can strengthen it will by working at a two, two to three inch deficit, even a one inch deficit to start with, so long as they've got the flexibility. Aye.
1: Great. And that, that doesn't sound oh, like right. a lot but having even just that change of one inch makes a yeah. world of difference. Yeah, I, remember,
0: I remember I brought the, the deficit block out and you're like that. What's that for?
1: That dead last and you're like that. Oh, okay, right, okay. Yep. Oh, it's, it's horrific I, man, just the 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 change in the angle and the amount of stress it puts on your hamstrings and stuff like that is just outrageous.
0: Yeah. Aye. And you think, oh, the wife's right. An inch does make all the difference.
1: <laughs>
0: Aye. Aye. <laughs> um, yeah. So you've got that. Aye. Um you've got if you've got bands. Uh, I posted a video on Instagram a few weeks ago, not of a toilet roll, but of <sighs> actually doing a proper exercise where if you've got a, just a thin, even a thin resistance band, make sure it's obviously good. Always, if you're going to do banded work, especially attached to another bit of equipment, like a barbell for doing like, uh, deadlifts or good mornings, yeah. always check the band. Because if you're using it, a kind of common mistake is, you'll see the wee thin rubber bands, the wee red ones and the green ones that we use,
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're kind of most common for a lot of pulling work. And if you get the really rough knurling on the bar, it starts to wear it down over time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eventually, in a home gym near you, you will see that video of somebody getting pinged in the face on the nuts.
1: Seen them. Hilarious. The band.
0: <laughs> so, great for us. Mostly great for the person that's doing it. Yeah. So, just check the safe, check, and make sure the band's in good condition. Yeah. So, look the band around the bar, stand on the bar, and do your deadlift. So, as you pull it, the higher you get up off the ground, there's more tension going through the band. So, that can add in that'll that'll basically increase the tension or, or the, the pull from 60 kilos up to 70 80 90 depending on the strength of bands you've
1: got yeah yeah even I uh, kind of go back to that one a, a few weeks ago with like little to no equipment I did um, I, I would always been like ah, just using resistance bands in the way mm. but I did that oh, do you really
0: want to go here That's do you want to go
1: down on I'm, I'm fully addressing this man that Steph Sanzo had posted a thing right <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> if people can see your face uh-huh. <laughs> the Steph Sanzo <laughs> video where she was doing the kind of uh, legs and ass resistance band workout thing right it was like uh, ugh mm-hmm. <sighs> kind of bored setting up a caught like, I'll just do this today thinking it would just like knock by a, a, wee, a wee half hour and I'd carry on regardless <laughs> I was in pieces for about a week <laughs> I right. was in bits mate for days after yeah. that it's so sore you know
0: can I just say, it, that wasn't your muscles hurting, that was your soul and your <laughs> conscience burning. Because to clarify, the workout that Steph Sanzo provided had many, because I honestly, very rarely will I shout at my phone. But when I have read your post or your, your message to me, and then I looked at the video and I seen Steph Sanzo's exercise selection it's pretty much everything I've given you in the past and pretty much everything that you turn around, fuck off, no doing that. Fuck off, no doing that. Ah, you're a dick. Ah, that's shite. I'm not doing it. But, oh, Steph Sanzo, nice wee arse and a pair of hot pants and a big <laughs> pair of fake boobies and away you go. Aye. Aye. Well played.
1: Well played. It's nothing to do with that. It's just it was the equipment I no. had handy at the time. The time available to me and uh, uh, yes, the hot pants were nothing yeah. to do with it. Just
0: quick pull your head now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so, it did the job, it's man. So I was it's impressed. something, if, if you change the way you train,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or even just train the type of intensity, so yeah. it can make a huge difference what like the banded work? Remember the squat workshop i done?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, you do goblet squats with a 12k kettlebell, and you're like, I'll do the 32 and I went, go with the 12. Yep. I'll go with the 32, go 12. And you were in bits for about four days after it.
1: The it's, thing that was the the one that killed me that day was the the pause on the deadlift. Yeah, just at the knee, kind of holding it for like thirty seconds, whatever. Yeah, that that broke me. And that's that's <laughs> another one. So many people
0: when you watch when people move through the range of motion, say for example, the starting point is zero, the end range is ten. If you get to that halfway mark around about five, usually that's where. There's going to be except, usually the most forces on the body. Aye. Um, so, like I say, that deadlift—if we think that the zeros on the ground, tens in the lockout, at that midpoint is five at say the knees—that's mm-hmm. just where you're like, Whoa. now you hold it there. Ah, it's brutal. Is-
1: uh,
0: and if you're not shaking, most. And this is a good one, right? Because um, Tony's daughter Fiona. Yep. She was trained in the gym, and I was like that. Ah. Uh huh. See what you're doing. She went, What? Oh. I went, Look at your toes. Can you wiggle your toes? And she went, Yeah. And I went, Lean forward, just tilt forward, just and I went over and I just went like that on our back and pushed her forward one inch. Went, Can you lift your toes now? No. Ah 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 and I went, No, you're doing it right. And it's that way that if you sit back on you, if you try to hold it, it's a. the idea is the weight's in front and it's mowed in the back. But so everybody sits back on their heels and they put their weight in the back of the body. Right.
1: I thought yeah, you were meant to drive through your heels
0: when you're deadlifting, no? though. Yeah, you are, but for this, you want to drive through the whole of the foot.
1: Right, okay. Just so flat midpoint. Like,
0: I'm at midpoint, so you've got to have the weight. If you're sitting back on your heels, you're technically off balance. Right, okay. So if your toes are up and you're, ba- you're rocking on your heels, so what you right. want to do is get the foot completely flat and drive through the full surface. All right, okay. Um, And it's, in fact, we'll do a wee, wee video session one day this week just doing some of the pause work in a deadlift, just. Mm-hmm. Doing the foot position, right? Cool, it's really cool. It's so much it's fun to play about with because you start looking at how much your toes wiggle and stuff. I've been doing a lot of work with the, just the two handed kettlebell swing lately, yeah. And just really, I've actually been videotaping my feet while I'm doing the swing, That's continue- and it's amazing. Just but oh, okay. uh, you start to see what toes doing, what where the bit is a big toe rooted into the ground. If it's coming up, and you're like, oh, okay, and see the moment you get everything rooted into the ground, yeah. Just feel like you know that way when you see a, a, an action movie and it's kind of petrol leak and you, you light it and you see like, <laughs> the flame going up, that's when it's light through the whole board and you're like, right,
1: that's it working now. Just getting that solid foundation, isn't it? Yeah. If, if everything's locked into the ground, then locked in
0: the ground and you can drive from it. Yeah. So Again, that was one of the little that, things
1: like that. That squat workshop you did, just when you unrack the squat, unrack to do a squat, just that we sort of screwing the, the balls of the feet into the ground. Yeah. makes all the difference. Aye. Just getting that, just, that, like, that traction in the floor and just getting yourself aye. really stable on the base.
0: Because it's a, it's an old saying, I know I've said this so many times, and I think there's only one person I've ever said it to, and they've went, yeah, and it was Vadim, understood me. Everybody else has just went, "What?" Well, you can't fire a cannonball from a canoe.
1: I know, it makes sense, yeah.
0: Yeah, so you need that stable surface to drive from, mm-hmm. and if even with a back spot, if you're trying to lower down and maintain stability, but if you, before you even bend your knees and hinge at the hips, if you start, if you're already in an unstable position, start from your feet and leave into to your ankles, yeah. leave into your knees. And I mean, there was a guy, uh, Alan, that I'd worked with years and years and years ago, about six foot seven, big, like he did, and he contacted me for PT saying he couldn't. Well, uh, he couldn't really lift heavy, but wanted to get stronger. Mm-hmm. And I was all right. Just what, what kind of weights are you lifting And he was like, "Oh, my back squats eighteen kilos." And I went eighteen. Yeah. No, straight away. What do you think if I say my back squats eighteen kilos? That's not very much. What, what, one, it doesn't seem very much. Two, what, what's the kind of confusing thing in your head?
1: Ah, uh, yeah. Who? How do you load that up in the bar? Because the bar's twenty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And like I, the standard bar's twenty, okay, you could use fractional plates on a fifteen kilo bar, but even yeah. then, I thought that's strange. That's a really strange number. And uh, and he went, yeah, I just I can't do a back squat, I collapse, I have to use a kettlebell, and I went, ah, right, okay, eighteen kilo kettlebell, right, that makes sense, mate. So straight away, he's understanding exercises he was off slightly with the fact that he meant a goblet squat, not a back squat. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: And so I brought him in, and I was training him, I'm looking, I'm going. You can shoulder press like 40, 50, 60 kilos. You can bench press 60, 70, 80 kilos. You can deadlift like 90 to 100, but back squat, I'm going, I know this makes sense. So I had just recently finished doing my FMS, kind of functional movements uh, kind of screen thing. And it's it's a quick tool. A lot of people will kind of laud about as if it's a be all and end all. Like, oh, yes, yeah, so I can predict your life now. No, it's a good way to look and go, right, okay, there's your weakness. Mm-hmm. Um, or there's your instability we need to fix that area there and yep. uh, Alan do you mind if I bring you in and put you through it and he went yeah sure um, so i done a free session just because I thought it would be good practice for me and I took him through it and straight away I looked at him he had no stability through his ankles right okay when he was starting off push pulled doing a deadlift when he pulled the bar into the apron he started to pull the bar he sunk down and root of his feet but in the back squat when he stepped out there was just no stability in his setup. right so we spent two weeks just playing about with his feet, just getting, teaching him how to like, root his feet into the ground and grip the ground.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And about six weeks later, he was up to squatting 90 kilos. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that. There you go, mate. So we have get proof in the pudding. It. And he it, it had the strength, it just the stability in the foot wasn't there and the yeah, body wasn't yeah, yeah. letting him. Because the body's quite clever in the sense that it goes, well, nah, this doesn't feel safe. We're not, we're, not just, we're simply not going to let you lift that weight because yeah. we know what's going to happen yeah totally um, so playing about with the kind of rooting um, can work if you are squatting with your shoes on go barefoot try that it'll challenge your ankle flexibility yeah so that's another thing. you know I've noticed a difference
1: water. even doing back squats in a house just because I'm too lazy to go and get my lifting shoes out my bag yeah. Yeah, I've just been doing it in my trainers or my socks and stuff and you do you notice know, uh, a big difference when you're used to using you know, yeah. your shoes all the time
0: I know a lot of Olympic lifters after the, like the Commonwealth or Olympic Games, what they tend to do is they come back and they're kind of, they'll have a wee deload phase where they're just going to go out, party, drink, eat what they want, enjoy themselves mm. for a couple of weeks and then get back into training. And what a lot of them tend to do is go back to back squatting barefoot. Right. Just to simply, because you're always working at a kind of that elevated angle, so it's going to limit your ankle flexibility. So when you go back to barefoot, they're forcing that adaptation and yeah. improving your flexibility, so um, and they're strengthening it at a greater end range, so yeah, it's interesting. You see a lot of top Olympic, like Olympic gold medalists go back and start doing that again,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they always vary it. So,
1: yeah, again, it's, 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 it's adding that variation, then, isn't it? That's that, yeah, it comes back to that a lot. It's just variation and adaptation. If you're doing the same yeah. thing over and over again, again, the classic quote, it's doing the same thing over and over again, and you're expecting different results in it. Definition ah. of madness, if you're yeah. just in terms of training just now, if you don't have the same setups that you normally use to train on, you're not going to be able to train the same way. So, no, so use, it, or... use it as an, an excuse to adapt and change things up and mm-hmm. and, and, and try something new. Um, Aye. And over the past few weeks when I have been training, just because I haven't been, again, I don't have the gear in the house to do the same sort of stuff as I do in a gym. So it's been lighter weights, but much more high rep volume stuff. Just different things like the resistance band thing and all the rest of it, and yeah. I've, I've just I've been sore all the time <laughs> just because I'm doing yeah, different can, stuff all the time.
0: Ah, because your body's not used to it. We were used to back squatting, deadlifting, benching, overhead squatting, yeah, pressing. I've come in the house and I started doing some windmills some Turkish get ups and back to doing some kettlebell swings. I was like, That oh, yeah, oh, totally. Jesus, <laughs> I mean, last night that we, I mean, Dan john got a famous he calls it his 30 30 30, so you do. He basically does it. Usually, he can do it one way: ten, <clears throat> 10 exercises, three times, so thirty exercises. Right. Um, thirty seconds on, thirty seconds off. <clears throat> now that's more of your kind of. It's more of a kind of simplistic workout that you keep it quite basic. You get a sweat on, and you can cover the whole body. Yeah. Now you can play about. What I done last night? I took that principle and I thought, you know what? I'm going to make it forty seconds work, thirty seconds rest, because just want to kind of go for it. Mm-hmm. Um I'll try it see that extra 10 seconds over 30 <laughs> rounds like that Aye, that's
1: oh. that, that last 10 seconds when you've already done the previous 30 and you're gubbed anyway
0: Aye, and um it was nice just changing up. like what sent message to you and jerry was like it covered the hip the hip hinge the squat push pull rotation yeah. so just come in the house
1: and i'm like ah,
0: kirsty she went you okay and i went Oh, man, I'm gubbed. Oh, I think it's just like, oh, you're going to feel that tomorrow and I think I'm going to feel it in the next half hour. <laughs> it's
1: always a bad I'm time when you morning. feel like cramping up when you're doing it.
0: And the funny thing is, I'm not sore this morning, but I know even just sitting here, I can feel my hamstrings and my glutes going. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I'm not that Not that way that you're having to lower yourself onto the toilet, but yeah. you know that as soon as you start to do any exercise today, your body's going to go,
1: aye, we're tired. Yeah. See, I, I, I find myself like just... I've been moving a lot more through all this um, in terms of just obviously walking a lot because we're out every day and stuff and cycling a lot. And like the past week or so, Lucy's been all about the skipping, man. So I've just been doing hundreds of skipping, which I'm rubbish at, right? But it means I'm getting So your calves are going to be even bigger. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm totally feeling the benefit of that because I'm crap at it. So I'm having to really work at it. Do you know what I mean? It's not like, it's that idea of like, if if you're really good and efficient at something, (laughs) <laughs> yeah yep. exactly right you know exactly what i mean you holding up his harmonica um so I, I feel like i'm getting much more benefit out of it because i'm not any good at it so right. yeah I, I feel a lot well i'm a lot lighter than i was before it all started but i feel sort of lighter in my feet i feel more mobile and sort of active now than mm-hmm. i did before because i wasn't doing any kind of conditioning work at all We spoke about, that. We spoke about that
0: a few weeks ago didn't we the, yeah we're like oh, too heavy in the feet that's why I started bringing some of the sprints in yep. even when I finished training last night I spent 30 minutes out in the back garden shooting basketball hoops just <laughs> brilliant basically run about that I do kids are away back home for a few weeks right get the spanner out put it back up to a 10 foot height and yeah, just run about yeah. run, 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 up. Just, and it was just nice though know, just feeling the movement um, and you're like I'm
1: working kind of at your house and shoot
0: hoops I
1: won't tell anybody you don't. <laughs> do you know when there was all that chat about the social bubble and all that? I was like, stay away If you're know? like, Fee, can Scott and Brian be in my social bubble so I can go to the gym? <laughs> I
0: mean, I've not got a big family anyway. Well, I do have a big family, just don't yeah. speak to any of them. <laughs> I mean, my social bubble, I mean, it says family, it doesn't say blood family.
1: Yeah, totally, man. Did it even specify family? Yeah. It's just like me, Fee. Lucy, you, Brian. It's only five. I've got five left over. Is somebody else can yeah. have my you extra five. <laughs> uh, you don't need to see your mum. Nah, <laughs> I don't see her normally, so. <laughs> I see, her, I see I, Honestly, I've spoke to my mum more in the past sort of, six weeks on FaceTime than I have done in the past six years, I think. Uh, Aye. <laughs> it's nuts. I don't know. It's bizarre, man. Uh, but, um, I'm yeah. I do, doing something different, about. just adapting and, and changing things. Do, do thing, something no?
0: different, yeah. If you're I mean,
1: used to doing back squats,
0: doing crunch squats. Yeah. Um, what you can also do is look, what I've just done with that routine it's kind of Dan John one was add on an extra 10 seconds to each round
1: right so right, that's what I was going to say sorry going back to the Dan John thing right explain that again give us some examples of what you could do for that then
0: so if you get if we're doing a barbell what you oh, oh that could be an interesting one to write up
1: right
0: that could be nasty uh, I, I think we'd, we'd done similar in the gym one day where you could do it was done it almost four rounds of each exercise. Right. Where it was like 40 seconds on, 20 yes. seconds off. Stuff like that. So you could do things like that. And it's just changing the time set of your work and rest ratio can right. make a massive difference.
1: Right. So, say, you, say you've you got a barbell in the house, right? Or wherever you, you are. Yeah. With, I don't know, what's a good working weight? Like 30 kilos? 30 to 40 Depending kilos. What depends. You're doing. Uh, right. So, uh, what, what would you do then? Three, what, what
0: would You, three three circuit, you, th- you can, if it beginner to intermediate level, you want to. You don't want to do the same muscle group, bang, 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 because you'll hit fatigue. You want uh, too early, and you risk injury. So you want to make sure that you can alternate the muscles. Yep. So for example, you could do like uh, you could do deadlifts.
1: Yep. Forty seconds.
0: What? You're gonna do this later, aren't
1: you? Uh, well, maybe not later, but I may do it at one point.
0: <laughs> right, so is I know. Like, so what we could do is we could do forty seconds work, mm-hmm. thirty seconds rest. Yep. Someone to add up last night, and you would start off and we'll go even just three rounds of each exercise. Right. Okay. <clears throat> you wouldn't. Do, but what you're going to do is you're going to do like exercise one, exercise two, exercise Aye, so three, to three, exercise three, yeah. ten, and then back to number one. So it's not three right. sets of deadlifts. See we do like deadlift yeah. squat, shoulder press, bench, and then go back to the beginning.
1: So it's ten different exercises. Yeah. For three rounds. Yeah. Right. Got you. Right. So go that. Right. So we deadlift.
0: We could go with deadlift and then we'll go shoulder press. Yep. Then we'll go back squat. Yep. Then bent over row. And then an interesting one would be just load the bar up for the back squat position. Uh-huh. Just fling the bar on your back and march on the spot. All right. And marching something that we could talk about in detail another time. I started introducing it to a lot of folk.
1: Like It's proper, an exercise. Like high, high knees. knees? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just slow stick because what you're doing is you're shifting the weight. You're balancing the weight on one leg at a time. Yep. Now, there's loads to that, which we can we can maybe talk about later on another podcast. Yep. Um, it's such a cool exercise, marching, because you want to do something, you want to don't want to hammer every round. You want to have something that still fatigues you, but gives you an element of recovery. Aye. So
1: what have we got so far? Deadlift, shoulder press, back squat, bent over row, back squat, march.
0: Right, okay, so that's five? Yep. Yep. Then what would bring it into... We could go like landmine rotations. So yep. wedge the bar in the corner. If you don't, I don't recommend wedging the bar in the corner. If you, if you've got woodwork, so what you would do is you'd yep. maybe put, put a cushion in the corner and wedge it in. Yep. So you get a landmine rotation. That is absolutely. See when you're already gassed That's from other exercises, suck, man. <clears throat> it really sucks. Yep. So chuck in landmine rotations. Then I could bring in push press.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
0: then that's seven then push press after that go high pulls right okay that's so eight, was that again like from walk. the
1: knee just up to your chin kind of deal or from the yeah, just
0: a, yep and if you want you can do if you're an Olympic lifter you can put in some kind of, kind of instead of just going start with a straight leg and just doing strict high pulls you can put in a little bit of Bless you. You can put in a little bit of know they can kind of almost like clean, clean to high pool. Yep. So you can do that as well. Yep. Um. Two to go. Um, two to go.
1: Bless um, you again. Wheat. Hey, fever's a bitch, man.
0: Yep. Back. Uh, good mornings. Oh, always got to do yeah, a good morning.
1: Nobody likes them.
0: Uh, if you don't like them, you could substitute them for the glute bridges right work on those booty gains mm. Mm, yeah booty booty Steph Sanzo and it's. then if you want to do some core work barbell rollouts I bet your Steph Sanzo does them. You'd, you'd be all over it
1: what she's doing them right barbell rollouts okay <laughs> <laughs> my nose two seconds, mate <laughs> <Give me sellout.
0: laughs>
1: so just looking at this list right that's that's intense <laughs> so you're looking yep. at doing that's the elephant in the background there 40 seconds deadlift 30 seconds rest straight into your 40 seconds shoulder press 30 seconds rest straight into 40 seconds of back squat <laughs> so your 30 seconds is effectively a changeover time every time yeah so you do 1 I to what? 10 then presumably have a slightly longer rest <laughs> No, just straight back in,
0: no, straight back in. Uh, yeah, sucks ass, it, yeah, it really sucks.
1: Um, so you just do it one to ten, three times, huh? then and that's you. You're done in you th- it somewhere
0: you are done in 35 minutes. Done, that's brutal. Oh, so th- th- we- 34, 34 and a half minutes, and you're finished.
1: So, with all of that, then, right, are you just using the one barbell with the same weight on it, or are you having to switch? Yeah. Right, okay. I mean what
0: <clears throat> what's really cool about the about this routine setup is that it doesn't require a lot of thinking. Aye. The multiple bits of kit, oh I need to do I need to, oh I'm yeah, over yeah, here yeah. now, oh I need to, to set it. this
1: It's But that's where you get all your sneaky rest in. <laughs> exactly. So that's, that's, with that, right. if we were working at forty kilos, yep.
0: you might think deadlifts are easy, but by it's gonna catch up. You're Aye. going to feel the deadlifts by round two, round three. The deadlifts, <laughs> I was say, are round
1: two. the deadlifts in round two are going to be very different from the deadlifts in the first round.
0: Aye. For me, I've always likened it to like a body punch in boxing. Right. And that, when you get hooked in the kidneys, it hurts then, right? But it's about two to three rounds later, you just feel this all of a sudden dunk, and you're like, oh, <laughs> you like that. So, after a good deadlift session, about an hour later, you feel so sleepy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally sleepy and hungry. It's like
0: that. So you do your deadlifts, but what you don't realise is you've hit your hamstrings, you've hit your glutes, you've hit your back extensors, your grip, your forearms, even a bit of the kind of rear delts, keeping the shoulders pulled back, your core yeah. muscles, and because you're keeping tight, you're limiting your breathing as well. So now you're gassed a little bit. So by the time you get a shoulder press, you're like that, <laughs> <laughs> that kind of that cumulative effect
1: that Aye.
0: builds it up, and you're like that. Oh, that's that's biting nicely now. Yeah. And again. You can press a hell of a lot heavier than 40 kilos. I guarantee, <laughs> <used to. laughs> I guarantee 40 kilos, you would fit we'd that. Okay, round one, fine. Round two, oh, maybe drop it to 35.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I reckon pushing 40 kilos even just now for 40 seconds is going to be a bit of a stretch for me. <laughs>
0: I, I mean, when I was doing the pike push-ups the first round, I was like that, boom, my feet up on the bench, arse up in the air, and I'm like, okay. Now, every other exercise, I could see the timer. Yeah. And I'm dying, I'm going, right? Right? Oh, man. Wait, wait. And even just doing this with my arms right now, <laughs> I can feel the muscles. They're like, oh, going. Brilliant. And it got to round two, and I'm like, right, count your reps. One, two, twelve, <laughs> yeah, thirteen. Oh, come on, it's got to be time up now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Totally.
0: But I think I got like 15 reps in in nice. 40 seconds. That's all right. And I'm like, oh, right, okay. And It was almost knowing the reps going into the final set,
1: aye, just so you can kind of judge how long you've got left.
0: But it was almost a mind as well because all the shoulder work I've been doing, the kind of handstand press up drills, have all been yeah. like kind of fives and eights, yeah. So I, I totally uncharted, I was already gassed and going into an uncharted territory of 13, 14. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, my old bears coming in and trying to lick my face. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is the kind of stuff um, that kills me though. I, I like mentally, it's just that, that this stuff hurts me. Like it's obviously Fine. going to be sore physically, but like mentally for me, it's stuff like this just destroys me. I'm <laughs> just like, ah, I want it to stop. Cause you've got no, you've got no set, right? You just need, you need to lift this six times or five times or eight times or 12 times. It's like, you need to keep going for 40 seconds. There's an end point, <laughs> like, ah. Your end point is a
0: timer.
1: <laughs> it's horrid. Sure. I don't like it.
0: That's a cool way. It's a good, it's a good way of mixing it up. Because yeah. And what you can do is listen to your body when you wake up the next day. What part sore? Yeah. Is this your week like? Uh-huh. What well, part's fine? All right, okay, oh, you push well, that, that a bit harder presumably. next time. So you can listen to your body as part of your almost like your coaching feedback. Yeah. Um if you find that the weight's too heavy, you can drop the weight down. You can if you find it too easy, you can bring the weight up, you can extend the time, you can reduce the time Aye. for both work and rest sets. So yep. um so there's loads of variability there. What you can also do is like we spoke about time under tension, like <clears> pause work. Yep. If you're doing back squat shoulder, uh, back squat, front squat, deadlift. At that sticky point, seeing this back on the squats at the bottom of the hole, yep.
1: just
0: pause, just pause, wait, a few seconds, go. Holding that weak point there where you want to keep your back nice and tight. You're going to feel that in the back, the glutes, the legs.
1: Yeah.
0: That's if you're shoulder pressing, spend, boom, do even five sets of five, up, press, each rep, five second overhead hold. Right. Okay. Learn, learning to stack the weight through the body, and I guarantee, what you'll find is that you'll have the weight overhead. And again, I'm demonstrating just to Colin. Yep. <laughs> the weight overhead. It's and you feel it's one hard, side. Ahead. One side will fatigue, and other side will feel good. And you're like, "All oh, right, yeah. oh, I need to adjust my left, my left arm slightly, because nobody's got that perfect symmetry uh,
1: through the body. So they're
0: going to feel one side, other. So it's yeah. Wanna try and get to so use
1: that as a way to feel your how your body's stacked as well. Yeah, well we were working on that a lot doing the Ollie stuff as well at the start of the year, yeah. just like one person standing behind the other saying right right arm up a bit or like left down or ah. whatever else, you know. Cause you do you naturally what just occupationally or whatever, I'm always like we've talked about this before, my right arm's always kind of slightly higher or whatever else, just because I, I I stretch ah, my right arm a lot. Yeah, just that kind of yeah. shoulders forward approach. Um yeah, yeah. I get it. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about the no-gear training approach. Just change things up. As you say, work in your weaker aspects so when you do get back into your normal training routine, uh, you're better off for it. You're better off, eh? you're,
0: you're, you're more well-rounded.
1: because as... yeah, unless you have a fully kitted out gym that you can train in day in, day out, and you can carry on as uh, normal, then you're going to need to change things.
0: You've so got to adapt,
1: huh? Eh? Yeah, there's no point in saying, all right, well... I was I was back squatting 100 kilos in the gym, but I've only got 60 at home. Oh, well, I'll just keep doing 60 then. Because then you're, you're ah. going backwards. If you've only got 60, yep. change with 60, but change what you're doing, whether it is, as you say, time under tension or pausing in the hole or pausing at that midpoint, change things up to adapt to it and, and I mean, improve yourself. If you think about
0: it, what do, what is, what's the first thing that goes on a back squat? Now, this is a really, it's a cool week and a tangent we're going to go off on here. Right, okay. What's the, what's the limiting factor for most people in the back squat? Back. Lower They're
1: back. The back,
0: yeah. yeah. When, any, when Anytime you and me have failed in a back squat, it's usually a lower back's not been able to support the weight because
1: yeah, legs are like,
0: come on, come on, come on in our yep. back's like <clears throat> Yeah, out of here. Yep. So, one, there's a guy, he's an absolute beast, Mark Gorin from Slovenia
1: mm-hmm.
0: and his gym is an invite only. If he <laughs> thinks you're worthy, he'll invite you. If not, Fuck
1: off. Uh, I think you should start adopting that approach. You
0: what? Know, I'm, I'm, I'm believing, there's been many times I've been tempted. Uh, I think we'd, have, been, we'd maybe have a membership base of three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, members, I'm joking. Uh, but, the and what a really good drug that he trains is, you would start off with the bar, and uh, you would do a good morning. So you'd bend over into the good morning, but rather than coming back up, you drop your hips down into a back squat.
1: Ooh. What?
0: There you go, good morning. So you do the, the down phase of the good morning and then sink your hips down into the back squat and then drive up. Colin's going to demonstrate here. going to suss out the movement. So,
1: there. Oh, that's nasty.
0: Yeah, and all you're doing is, and it's... What's really good about it is you're you're working the back ex- you're working the back extensors and then you're sinking the hips down into the the back squat. Yeah. But you, as you come back, you're lo- you're learning to that pull your chest up and keep your back tight for
1: the back squat. Yeah. Um, I'm adding that to my list. Wait a minute. Really. Really, Carry really. On, really on. Cool. I'm writing this down um, <laughs> so you can do that. You can do. So I'm adding this to the list along
0: with the sign that I wrote the other night for the quiz. I love Brian. <laughs> so you've got that you've got uh, drop sets which if you really if you feel that you're kind of stuck on a plateau then just annihilate yourself for a
1: bit they're always good for just breaking you yeah it's nothing quite so humbling as a bench press drop set when you get to just the bar bar.
0: (laughs) And that's usually some hot chick walks in and sees you screaming just for an empty butt. <laughs> but um, drop sets are great just for getting total volume in. Yeah. So you just really take the muscle to fatigue. And again, what you can do, like we're saying to Jerry, is just don't... If you think about a bench, pre- about a bench press, <laughs> is that at the, the lockout, the last two inches is your triceps. Yeah. At the bottom part... The last two inches is your kind of anterior delt. Right. If you're going really, really deep, so if you just really just keep it again, you, you avoid that bottom five percent and you avoid the bottom ten the five percent at the top. Yeah. And you work at that ninety percent range of motion in the middle. Then you're just targeting safely. You're targeting the pecs on the bench press. Yeah. If you're doing back squats, take Emma. Really, really flexible. She can sit deep in the bottom of the squat. So if she can sit down there and just chat, then that's almost like an easy rest position for her. She might not think it when she's like cleaned 85 kilos. But (laughs) what I'm going to do is if that bottom position, if you feel comfortable sitting in that deep squat, don't go there. Stop two to three inches short of it.
1: Yeah.
0: That's your end point. Now come up. Don't lock your legs out completely. Because if you lock your legs out, you're stacking the weight on the skeletal system again. That's a position of rest. Mm -hmm. So you can, if you remove those rest positions, then that's going to keep the intensity on the muscle a little bit more. Yeah. We can also do partial reps, like the old same as (laughs) 21s. Everybody uses them for bicep curls, like seven reps going one third of the way, seven reps, two thirds, seven reps, three, uh, the full range. Yeah, you you
1: made me do them with squats before as well.
0: Squats are brutal, deadlifts are awesome. Shoulder press, just let's not discuss that. Um, bent over rows can be really tasty Uh, Uh, go light is all I'm going to (laughs) say you can do bench press is pretty brutal as well but kind of funky right okay Um, you can if we're going to go the flip way we can then start looking at some dynamic speed work which the kind of conjugate system from Russia which Westside Barbell used and adopted Uh, (coughs) they modified to their own style over the years as well it's good uh, where you drop the weight. So if you've only got 60 kilos, work at 30 and just work on that speed. Right, okay. Really bang out the speed so you're working in that explosive power. <clears throat> you might take it down slow and then, boom, explode out the rep. Um, another method is the is Dick Notmeyer. There's um, an old kind of athletics um, conditioning coach years ago in America
1: right.
0: who, who if you actually coached Dan John, all right, and I think it—I think it was not Meyer that came up with the kind of the idea of eighty percent. And I was actually talking to him about it this other day, there, of if you know that you can lift well up to eighty percent, no good technique. Yep. But as soon as you go above eighty percent of your one rate max, that your technique—you know—you can still get it up there, but yeah. the technique starts to get ropey. Then work at that seventy-five to eighty percent level, and you drill it day in, day out. And what will happen is you're, you're allowing it's heavy anything above 70% usually is heavy enough to force adaptation yeah so that's good but you've still got a weight there that's forcing adaptation and progression but not risking injury or technique mm-hmm. um, failure and it allows you to then what happens is after a couple of weeks you go this feels much easier so in effect what now that 80% is now your 75% yeah, and your I... actual one rep max in theory should be higher yeah. So we then, if you can add a wee bit of extra weight on and build up the speed, and again, you can use that from the dynamic speed work. If you find, remember we used a bar path app? Yep. we bench pressing, you're like, yep. oh, wait a minute. I can still say 0.2 meters per second that you're bench pressing 100 kilos, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden, when you bench press 105, it's it's so much slower. Yeah. But if you use that wee bit of software, you can then say, well, wait a minute, I'm actually moving 105 faster now. -hmm. You might not have a heavier weight. You might only have 105 kilos to bench press and no more to put in the bar. But if you can then move it faster, you've improved. Yeah, definitely. More explosive and more powerful. Yeah. Um, Other variations, we spoke about the kind of partial rest, pre fatigue. Um, (laughs) Yeah,
1: pre exhaust, that's always good.
0: Yeah, pre exhaust, pre fatigue is pretty cool. Jerry used to be doing Um, that all the time. Being sensible about it, so you would might do might do a hundred alternating lunges, and then go into your back squat session. You'll feel the difference. Yeah. Um, start supersetting So mm-hmm. you might go one that I've been working with with a lot of clients on kettlebells is they would do one goblet squat, one lunge right leg, one lunge left leg. That's one rep. Right. Okay. And what you start to notice is one leg will be fatiguing a little bit sooner than the other leg, and you start to see the imbalances there. So it's yeah, that allows you to really target into those bits. Um, great one is doing a barbell single leg deadlift.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a I
0: kind can of industry standard test is you should be able to deadlift body weight one leg on one leg. All
1: right, okay, yeah. now
0: for the listeners and you call do not go out there and load up a bar with your body weight and try to do it first time round <laughs> but I should practice be able body to practice body weight single deadlift. even use a chair or a sofa or a unit of furniture just to, you know, to have it next to you for balance yeah practice that motion and then build it up fair enough and just gradually
1: increase
0: the weight as you go yeah i would done single leg work can be really
1: cool um I mean you say cool, you mean horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, that's yeah, the that's the that's kind of the bottom line through all of this, isn't it? It's like just find the stuff you don't like doing and your rubbish at, work on that. Because <laughs> that's going to have uh-huh. the biggest carryover when you get back to the gym.
0: Yeah. Even take your back squats if you want to target the what your quads more and the VMO, the under the big teardrop muscle at the side inside of the knee. Yep. Change your start narrow your stance in. Elevate your heels on a book. Aye. Kind of what we do with the wedge in the gym sometimes. Yeah,
1: that's always interesting.
0: Allows you to work through a great... If you've got flexibility issue, that allows you to work through a greater range of motion. Aye. Um, I what else have we got? We've done the band. We've done time under tension. We've done kind of dynamic speed. Done the partial reps. Done pre-fatigue. There's... There is another method which was made quite popular by Charles Polican, rest in peace, yeah. <laughs> died a couple of years ago. He he was a big advocate for, you would maybe do, if, you, if you've got a body part area that's really lagging behind, you would kind of max it out in the morning. So say for example, Colin, you were focusing on your back squat, you would do your heavy back squats in the morning. Yep. Go and feast, eat, fuel up, recover, have a nap. And then at night time, you would do more assistance work for your legs. So it might be box jumps. It might be calf raises, some glute bridges, a uh, bit of leg press. So you would still train you would still train your legs. Yeah. What you do is you would hit it twice a day. So you would basically do your heavy big compound lift in the morning
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then do your some of your accessory work at night. Right, okay. So that was another method you would do.
1: So yeah. That's good if you have the option to do that. If you've got the, yeah. the time to to have I mean, a good nap like during the works, day and eat and stuff. Yeah. He's working with, he with
0: a lot of Olympic athletes Aye. for their strength and conditioning. So these guys are getting paid to do it full time. That's not always going to be the way for Joe Bloggs.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely how, not. How um, can
0: Joe Bloggs adapt that? They can do their compound lift on a Monday, for, for example, back squat. And again, if I run out of time, they
1: can then do their supplemental or their assistance exercises on the Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm saying that, but the, I mean, uh, of any time, people are probably going to have more time now. I suppose if you if you are kind of in lockdown and you're you're working from home yeah. or whatever, you maybe do have a time to do that now. So, if that is an option, then experiment with, it, explore it. If you can get up and do right. that compound lift straight after breakfast or whatever, do your work during the day, eat, have a bit of a rest or whatever, then do the real stuff at night. Then, right. go for it.
0: Yep. If people want to get stronger, they should look at drills that challenge their balance. Right. Like the inline squat, inline lunge test, where they've got both feet in line with each other. Not obviously, uh-huh. like from toe to heel, but yeah. usually a shin like up to the from heel to shin should be the distance between the heel and the toe. Right. What? So instead of standing with your feet, you no, know, if you've got your left foot standing, you bring your right foot, you no, know, kind of you bring your right foot round so the heel's touching your left toe. Yep. The distance when you step out should ah, be yep. the length yeah, of yeah.
1: But still on a straight line?
0: Still on a straight line. And then lunge. And what that's doing, that turns it in so you're no longer What's the part you're then bringing it in kind of one straight line. This should Make sure you step back so I can see you Colin. Alright, I, I don't have space. <laughs> there you go. Move each other because this will be
1: entertaining.
0: All right, so in line, right? I'm following over
1: the cable yep. here just lunge
0: and then lunge down sit down
1: oh i can get to here you can of like, like lunging i'm thinking move forward though he's just working in a vertical line hi so you just can straight on down so yeah, like I've got, try my, leg. I've got my right foot in front of my left just now right so on the way down get like, not a huge amount of distance but my, my back leg, my left leg is solid and my ankle's, like, totally tight. <laughs> All right, try the other one. Oh, can't even balance this way.
0: <laughs> there you go. And that's what it's for. This right. is designed to test your flex. Oh, your balance.
1: Yeah. Making a hip stability. I find I can go lower this way, though. Mm-hmm. But my balance wasn't as good to start with.
0: Yeah. But I've got more so flexibility just- that way. So just by doing one rep right, one rep left, you've discovered one side is stiff but stable. Yeah. The other side is flexible but unstable. Yeah. So there's something to even just add that in and then you can bring in drills where you hold a weight on one side.
1: Right. So on on that note then, would I just work on doing that? Would I just rep them out and try and improve my flexibility and my balance or would they do different stuff to help that?
0: Yep, you would just focus on that what we've talked about so many times about if you want to get good at playing the guitar play the, play guitar. the guitar yeah totally yeah, do that drill so how, how many um,
1: times like reps and all the rest of it for that
0: again eh? kind of three to four sets of 10 to 15 reps right okay just enough that it's going to challenge you without hammering you yeah um, and it is it can be a really challenging drill you can go whoa Colin's taking another
1: note I know see every, it's educational we're actually learning stuff here aye. This no, but any listeners, the I've got loads of stuff out of this. <laughs> this might be the most informative podcast we've done yet. Yeah, totally. Inline <laughs> lunge. Uh, let's see, four sets of 15, eh?
0: Yeah. Cool. Done. Uh, and that gets really challenging. Aye, that's uh, going to be quite nasty, actually. Again, it's uh, dead simple, Yeah, really simplistic, because most people, when they lunge, when you step forward with one foot, it's not directly in line.
1: No, it's a way so if out to think the if side.
0: Their foot, if their left foot's point, uh, pointing directly at 12, the right foot kind of steps forward about 12 inches. Yeah. If you think they the width of your pelvis. Yeah, absolutely. That's the distance. If you were to then draw a line from the left foot up, it's not, go, it's going to be about 12 inches yep. to the left of the right foot. Yeah, totally. So, that's where, the, so that gives you stability. But the moment you bring it in line, you create that stability factor. Yeah. Um, a lot of compound lifts. If you just improve your core strength, because again, <coughs> cannonball canoe theory. If your midsection weak, as soon as you try to apply, try to brace and apply pressure, yeah. it's going to crumble. So you get that stronger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, All right. what's well, some good that, cool stuff
1: in rollouts.
0: There's a top strength conditioning coach based in Aran, um, Paul Coyle, and his kind of number one recommended exercise he's, he's doing a lot of kind of consultation work with gym, uh, gymnasts and he's you know the one where you lie flat on your back knees up arms up and then you basically stretch your arms back behind your head and extend your legs right okay and he's getting he, he'll be getting folk to do it with a 10 kilo weight weight plate on their shins and their arms <sighs> and it's just keeping that core really really tight
1: so on your back knees up
0: on your back you're like a up. dead bug it's okay. like a dead bug yeah, but you extend both both arms both legs at the same time straight so you're lengthening the lever with both of them loaded with the weights yeah, and then yeah. bring them back in
1: That sounds pretty brutal
0: i started bringing some of that into my training <clears throat> and I'm like that
1: oh,
0: Right, okay <laughs> Time to move on to a packet of crisps on my legs right. now <laughs> <laughs> Packet know, of crisps again,
1: in your face
0: Aye I'm, 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 I'm get lighter with <laughs> every rep but,
1: Brilliant. Right, well, I mean, there's tons of stuff there. Aye.
0: I, I mean, that, you could take any one of those systems or yeah. any one of those suggestions and run it, ideally for four to six weeks. Right, okay. The first two weeks, you're just getting to grips with the type of exercise.
1: Mm-hmm. The
0: next two weeks, you're pushing it. The next following the last two weeks of the six-week block, you're really hammering that intensity, max out, making a progression on it. After six weeks, you're usually at the point and, diminishing returns so yeah. Um, if you find that there's a body part or an area of an exercise that you think oh there's still more because remember Fee
1: mm-hmm. the
0: bench press plan i would given her yeah. so like, oh, I still feel that I'm going to get improvements with it right keep running with it the moment you start to see that we taper
1: yeah. then change Move on do something different Right. Yeah. oh well
0: but there the we go the balance the balance is an interesting one because so many people don't I mean we've seen Mark Bell try to do lunges and he yeah. looked drunk yeah totally such dude yeah and even he said oh, I really struggle with this yeah but what I thought you know what take my heart off to you mate you're, cha- you're challenging yourself with
1: stuff you're not good at yeah oh he's, he's good for that sort of stuff man do you know what I mean like you saw the difference when he, when he went from being like massive fat power lifter guy to just going yeah. do you know what I'm really unhealthy now uh, I'm strong but I'm unhealthy I'm going to shed and go into a bodybuilding comp instead <laughs> so, yep. alright alright Again, that's, that's kind of taking it to extremes, certainly, but, I mean, fair play to but, the guy for putting himself out there.
0: Aye, but the the balance aspect is cool because that will target so many areas and you'll start to discover one side compensating more than the other, the other side's not doing as much work, yep. or there's a weakness or an imbalance there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other thing I was going to say is, oh, I've forgotten now. <laughs> what was it? Ah, uh, talk about the kind of single leg stuff, balance, core work. Oh yeah, when you write out your own training program, yep. look at write down the muscles that it targets in terms of the primary muscles. So, example like a back squat, main muscles that should work is your quads, right? And glutes. Secondary muscles is your lower back. Um. And then and you list all the muscle groups, and then you go back and review it and go, what muscle groups have I missed out?
1: Right, okay, yeah.
0: You yeah. look at that, you can, because at so the moment, anytime I work with a new client, if they've been working with another coach, I'll say to them, like, what's your training being like? I'll never say, look, send me your co- what your coach has been sending you, because that's that's their property.
1: Yeah.
0: That's not getting of the mm-hmm. But I'm always curious to find out what they have been training. Yeah. So they'll go, oh, on Monday I would do back squats, Tuesday I would do uh, front squats, Wednesday I would do overhead squats, and <laughs> you know like that. And straight away I would write down the exercises and then the muscle groups, and you'd right, they've hammered all these muscle groups, but by the time they get to Wednesday, their legs are fatigued and their quality is gone. Yeah, oh.
1: yeah,
0: yeah. And even the exercise selection and the order. Which ex- which, um, which exercise is the most challenging? Back squat, front squat, overhead squat?
1: Yep.
0: Overhead squat. So you would put that first, for your freshest. Which one's the easier one? The back squat. So you put that in when you're fatigue, because you're going to structure it so that you can still put get the most out of the exercise. Right. With the right order. Yeah. Second thing I then do is what we spoke about at the start, about that routine. What movement patterns does it cover? Mm-hmm. Does it cover single leg? Does it cover the hip hinge, balance, bracing, push, pull, rotation? If all your exercise, if you look at your training plan, you've got 40 exercises and they're all push. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a warning sign that you need to just change it out and bring a little, so have, not only have balance in your strength and your body movement, but have balance in your actual movement patterns.
1: Yeah, aye, so you're not just working the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Mm, well, I feel quite intellectual That's today. Very informative, coach. Thank you very much. You're welcome, sir. Um, yeah. So it means plenty of stuff to keep people occupied there. Um, whether you've got some gear or no gear, you've got no excuses. So. And based on
0: Emma's last performances she's on the gear. <laughs> uh,
1: hey! Uh, hey! On that note, <laughs> let's wrap it because it's lunchtime. And my yep. iPad's about to die. So, um yeah, cool. People get in touch if you get any other questions, like uh one listener, <laughs> Emma, who writes to us and asks for things. Um, anyone else wants to know anything? Now's the time because we've all got time in our hands for the most part to get stuff done. So um well, give we us actually give us a shout, to give the shout uh again D52. Yep, and uh,
0: for myself, Scott
1: McLaughlin Performance Training. Yep. And for yourself, uh at drummer chimp on Instagram, and then just my name on YouTube and Facebook and all that guff. Oh, Bye. what
0: doesn't matter alright I think I yeah
1: cool tell me off here right sure. bye everyone have a nice week see you guys see you later